0: Hello and welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for both your recovery and your faith. My name is Max. I am an alcoholic and I am also a follower of Jesus. So this week we're starting on a new adventure. And each week we're going to take a look at a different recovery church value. And we're going to do so, I'm going to try something I haven't tried. I'm going to put a little timer in the corner and I'm going to give myself 12 minutes to see what I can do on each value. I'll only have the 12 minutes, um, and we'll go through each of the different values. What I wanted to do is just set it up, and, and this will be the same setup each week, and then we'll transition into whatever value of the week. But it's important to remember, you know who, who are we and what, what, what do we do here at Recovery Church? Recovery Church movement is a network of Recovery Churches reaching and training those in early recovery to grow in their faith and their recovery. Recovery Church movement is a bridge between the 12-step fellowships and the church. We train, coach, and help people learn to become disciple makers within the recovery community and to start, plant, and reproduce recovery churches. That's, that's who Recovery Church is. That's what... We do now. Our vision, our recovery church vision, is this: a recovery church in every city in this nation and beyond. And we have taken a look. I believe. I think there's some something like fifteen thousand cities in our in our nation, and and so we're looking at that and looking at ways that we can. Uh, continue to expand and continue to have recovery churches in each and every one of those locations. In addition to your online uh, resources such as Studio RC or, or our RC online campus, our uh, High Five at 420. So we have all these different stories, um, different ways that we can help uh, those, both the physical locations as well as giving uh, uh, digital resources as well. And so our mission, we have did our vision and our mission. Our mission is equipping God's people to do God's work of recovery. So we have who we are and what we do, we have our vision, and we have our mission. And that will set us up each week to go into exploring a different value. And we'll, we'll review this each week and then we'll go into the value of the week. And so over the next several weeks, we're gonna look at ver- various values. And uh, and again, I'm gonna take 12 minutes um, on a clock and see how far and how much we uh, we can get uh, covered. I may have to speed talk, but that's okay. Um, so hopefully you're ready. And, uh, and this'll be something that'll be informative also of who, again, Recovery Church is and who um, the very essence of us and our values and, and w- the things that we do value. So let's get started on this week's value. The second Recovery Church value we're going to look at is called recovery. Recovery. So let's put 12 minutes on the clock. And see what happens. All right, we're gonna jump right into the value of recovery. We do recover from addiction and grow to help others. God's purpose is for Jesus to live in us and through us. We have the freedom to live a sober, abundant life. Now, it tells us in the big book on page eight no words can tell of the loneliness and despair I found in that bitter morass of self pity. Quicksand stretched around me in all directions. I had met my match. I had been overwhelmed. Alcohol was my master. It tells us in the 12 and 12, the step book on page 125, we are problem people who have found a way up and out and who wish to share our knowledge of that way with all who can use it. It tells us in 1 Corinthians. Chapter one, verses 27 and verse 29. But God chose the foolish things, the addicts, the alcoholics of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong so that no one may boast before him we talk about in the first step our powerlessness part of the reason and importance of that powerlessness is so that we have a void of power and so that a power outside of ourselves can come in now what i find interesting about recovery the big book talks a lot about recovery it tells us here are just some quotes that mention the word recovery. It's mentioned over 55 times in the big book in the 12 and 12. Um, One alcoholic with another was vital to permanent recovery. By the end of 1939, it was estimated that 800 alcoholics were on their way to recovery. This is repeated over and over. And unless the person can experience an entire psychic change, there's very little hope of their recovery helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery he's undoubtedly on the road to recovery willingness honesty and open-mindedness are the essentials of recovery the aa member has to conform to the principles of recovery so the big book lays out this this thought about recovery, but it doesn't just stop there. And I would be remiss if I did not point this out. There are um, at least 16 different times in the big book that it talks about being recovered, ED, past tense, meaning that we can be recovered, that we're not in a constant state of recovering. Let me just share some of the some of the thoughts from uh the big book uh this man they were talking about bill w in the doctor's opinion and over 100 other others appear to have recovered again past tense not recovering recovered it tells us in there is a solution nearly all have recovered it tells us in the family afterward we have recovered and have been given the power to help others uh, it tells us in the forward to the first edition, we of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. What have we recovered from? A seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. We who have recovered from serious drinking are miracles of mental health. Um... To show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. That's what it says uh, in the foreword to the first edition of the big book of AA. It tells us in uh, the 12 and 12, and if these are facts of life for the many alcoholics who have recovered in AA, they can become the facts of life for many more. So the the thought is... Um, In regards to recovery, we can recover. Um, If we have the, the approach that alcoholism is a disease, it can go in remission. Now, the book tells us we have a daily reprieve contingent on our maintenance of our spiritual condition. In other words, we're doing steps 10, 11, and 12. We're maintaining those things and our alcoholism stays in remission. We are sick people trying to become well. We are not bad people, but try, trying to become good. Although there are some bad things we've done, the steps will take care of those. But in regards to recover, uh, recovery, we can recover from our addiction. It, it doesn't have to hang over us. It doesn't mean we all of a sudden are able to drink again. It doesn't, or use again. It doesn't mean that. It just doesn't mean it, it's going to be hanging over us the way uh, maybe it does. It feels like an early recovery, that we can be recovered, which is, I think, such a hope-filled statement. So I want to give a little background to how... uh AA got to the point where they are and just give a little history so that we can understand. The reason why Bill W. Is, uh, is the focal point is he's where the miracle started, where the healing of recovery initially came from. To understand who Bill W. was and who Dr. Bob was when they met in Akron, Ohio, and the understanding of exactly what happened. Um, this points a direct line to the true giver of recovery. Um, and again, that is our hero, our savior and messiah, our value number one, Jesus. It's so important to understand our heritage in regards to recovery. It's important to understand our beginning. It's, a, it's very important to understand our history because those who don't know and don't learn from history are, as they say, doomed to repeat it. And, um, and we also define insanity of, of doing that as well. <clears throat> One of the things that is an important lesson in recovery is that God speaks through people. People to people. Um, he speaks through people rather than to people. And I think if you ever have gone to a meeting or a recovery church service, when someone shares God has a way of speaking through the, the the people, whether it's through the worship time, through the prayer time. Uh, but we have this opportunity. Uh, one way to think of recovery is a return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. That's a, a definition of recovery. And we get to return to this normal state. Um, now, it does tell us in the book, once you know, once we've gone from being a cucumber to a pickle, you can never go back. But we are able to regain health and mind and strength through our recovery. Um, whether we're listening to a sponsor, a spiritual advisor, a pastor, or hearing a message, it's so often carried by a person, someone carrying God's message. And it's just like when Jesus sent Paul to the Gentiles or peter to the jews he sent the disciples the apostles and the message was given by god even though the prophets all the way back from the beginning of time god so often spoke through people in order to speak to people he would he would use people to speak on his behalf now to understand bill w um born in the 1800s in vermont long time ago and he was later to meet this doctor in Akron, Ohio, and he was a hopeless alcoholic. And that union solidified the early beginnings of what Bill Wilson um, and his personal struggle with alcoholism and the, the consummation of a recovery program. Because at the, that very monumental uh, historical moment, um, it, the two came together and it wasn't randomly. They were brought together. Over 80 years ago, these two gentlemen got together and formulated a way out from those who were dying of a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Before the 12 steps, people would get sober, one off here or there. But the the true thought was, if you're an addict or an alcoholic, there was no hope. There were jails, there was institutions, um, psych wards, and death. Those are the three options. The recovery wasn't even on the table until the 12 steps. So as we look at the story of Bill just very quickly, he was broken in his alcoholism. Had been to a, the hospital a number of times. He tried to get sober, but he was unsuccessful. He then met Reverend Schumacher, and he met the Calvary Rescue Mission uh, through his friend, Ebby Thatcher. And who one day, he visited Bill while, he, while Bill was drinking in the kitchen. Ebby told him he got religion. He told him about the Oxford group. And the Oxford group, if you look at our history, very much informed the 12 steps and our approach uh, to recovery. He told, Ebby uh, uh, told him about the Calvary mission. Long story short, Bill didn't want to hear it. He was drunk, he was drinking. But the fact that Ebby was sober and happy, it just kind of ate away at him. Uh, Bill, even uh, as he was drinking, went to see Ebby at the Calvary mission. Ebby came in and vouched for Bill so that Bill could come in. Bill came in and later that evening, Bill made a decision to receive Jesus as his personal Savior. Um, and it's it, it, the quote is, well, that's not salvation because he was drunk. Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, we don't know. And that's not really chronicled in the big book. But Bill left that place and didn't drink for a short time later. He went to the hospital for the fourth time, Towns Hospital, and there was separated from alcohol for the last time. Um, On page 63 in the big book, they describe this miraculous white light experience that Bill had in the hospital, and he never drank again. And he went back to reverend schumacher who became involved and he became involved in the calvary mission he began the spiritual journey there and he grew in his spiritual journey Um, and there there are so many different uh times where bill uh, could have thrown in the towel but he didn't whether it was in the directory let me describe this last little part of recovery where he had his white light experience it said suddenly the room lit up with a great white light i was caught up into ecstasy for which there are no words to describe it seemed to me in my mind's eye that i was on a mountain and that the wind not of air but of spirit was blowing and then it burst upon me that i was a free man slowly the ecstasy subsided i lay on the bed but now for a time I was in another world, a new world of consciousness all about me and through me. There was a wonderful feeling of presence. And I thought to myself, so this is the God of the preachers. All right, that's our, our 12 minutes to touch on recovery um, and our value of recovery. It highlights the importance of talking drunk to drunk before we can ever go God to drunk. We need that, that personal Connection and it's so incredible in the movement of recovery and in the value of recovery there is the thought of miracle and How incredible the miracle is know today that if you are sober You're a miracle and that that's incredible and we appreciate what God is doing and has done through you and uh, Bill's testimony it highlights sobriety the the abstinence the support one drunk helping another, one addict helping another. The steps, the spiritual uh, program of action and spirituality relationship with God. So I've taken a, I took a little a couple extra seconds there at the end, but our value of recovery is important, and we want you to experience recovery um, as you are in your journey and know that you can be recovered. From a hopeless state of mind and body we thank you so much for coming to studio rc uh, and we just ask you to like it to subscribe to share with friends just helps get the word out and uh, we always appreciate that so just remember recovery church there are 12 steps and there's one goal god bless and we'll see you next time